Performance On Demand Podcast. It's One, two, three, let's go! Welcome to Performance On Demand Podcast with Craig and Jeremy, where you will learn all things endurance sports from training and nutrition to mental strength. Everything you need and want to know in one place. Welcome back to another episode of Performance On Demand Podcast. Hi, Jeremy. What's up, dude? Uh, if only the people that listen to this would jump on Patreon and watch these podcasts. I think they're a lot better. You know what? Here's what we should do. From this point forward, we have to come up with some sort of hat or something for the face. Just something stupid that we have to start every podcast with. Fair enough. All right. Maybe it's, maybe it's a kid's hat. You know, from going, go steal something from one of the kids' rooms, and yep, easy enough, I can make that happen. Something we gotta, we just do something a little just different for y'all that aren't a patron. I don't know what I mean. You're just gonna have to miss out, I guess. So it's like, um, uh, it's like they say that uh, you've got a you got a great face for radio. So maybe that's, <laughs> maybe that's why we don't have patrons. <laughs> that's why people uh, I'm pulling the trigger. <laughs> They don't like stickers. They don't like the behind the scenes stuff. And you have a face for radio. Yeah. I mean, you're, so you're going to get us been doing stupid stuff. You're going to see us go in and out of consciousness. As we're well, and and, and no. even before this Seriously. one, I think it's one of our best kind of pre buildups, you know, we, we usually let it run for five, 10 minutes before we actually start the podcast, which is what you're all hearing now. And uh, sometimes it's just goofy. Sometimes it's just catching up on life. And sometimes we get into what the topic of the day or the topic of next go round is like after the, after the chat normally, and uh, today was loaded with some really good content, some good stuff on the topic we're about to talk about that, um, you know, to me is worth five, 10 bucks a month. Cause it was, it was stuff that we're not going to mention now just because of the sensitivity of it or sure. something like that. Right. So. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk about, let's talk about motivation. Yes. And I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. It's an excuse. All right. I want to get into now, that. We had to yeah, we have to make this – let's put this into context, right? So um, – but somebody goes, well, I'm motivated. That's my that's, – that's an excuse? No. We use motivation. It's my opinion that we use motivation as an excuse when we don't want to do something. What we say is – so uh, I'm in my – I'm in this seat right now, and let's say I'm not in this podcast, and I have a paper to write. Or I have a bill to pay. And I just sit here in my chair and I don't do anything. And I tell myself or I tell my friends or I go to Facebook and I go, oh, I just need some motivation. No. No, that's an excuse. That's an excuse for you to do nothing. Instead, if it was a goal that you had some purpose for, then your motivation is going to be automatic. And most people don't go, hey, I'm really motivated. I'm going to do this. Most people just do it, right? They just act. They just create. They just well, build. The problem I have with that statement you just made is nobody's motivated to pay the fucking bills. So I, I need, I need to find <laughs> something besides sitting here paying a bill because I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, yeah, no, there's no Facebook motivation or meme. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's true. We, we need a well, so better one than that. So there, well, let's, let's let's rephrase that though. Really, there's motivation to avoid the lights going off. It's not it it see see say that works. So I'm not motivated to pay the bills. I'm motivated to not have my lights my electric turned off. Yes. I'm motivated by the by the loss of light, the loss of electricity, the loss of water. Yeah, that's true. That's really, true. The, the loss of your it, vehicle. It, you know, let's look at it's it's the same for and this is something that you know, we don't really touch on very much, but uh, so I'm something I'm a true believer in. When we talk about money, when we talk about an income, when we talk about a salary, we we are not motivated by the money, we're motivated by the lack of money, the concern to not be able to survive based upon the fact that I can't pay my bills. Right. So it's it's like you hear people go, oh shit, I got to make money. They don't say, I, I, you know, I want a paycheck. They say, I got to make money because I got bills to pay. I got a vacation. I want to. I want to do whatever it may be. Kids to whatever. It's 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 the outcome of what happens if you lose the money. What happens? You lose. You know, um, the lights, you lose the house, you lose the wife, you, <laughs> whatever right. it is that you lose, whatever. Right. No, so, very valid point. And, and, you know, you said that, and, and when we first started discussing this topic, I was thinking about it, and something I've always thought about, and, and myself, I'm guilty of it just as much as the next person, and that's, um, there are times that I do go seek motivation. There are certain days that I can get online and I can find a meme that fits my mood. You ever notice that? And I think you and I may have touched on this in, a, in another yeah. podcast, it's, and I, fig- I figured out is that if we go looking for something, actively seeking something, we will find it. Now, whether that is motivation, right, through a meme or a Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, post or, um, you know, we'll go we'll go finding whatever we want to seek out. And if you think about and I always for some reason, I go back to relationships. It's when people start looking for certain things in their in their partner you start looking for them to be secretly texting, right? Oh, why are you flipping your phone over and all this other stuff? So if we go actively seeking something, we will find it. Right. So when it comes to that, that use of motivation, we can find what quote unquote motivates us. We can always, there's, there's so much fucking stuff out there. You can find it. But the problem is, is, is in my, and I'm completely shooting from the hip here, but in my opinion is that, and I've, I've done this before we find it, but that's a, that's like a match. That's a very, quick burning fuse of that motivation. Sure. And I, I told you just before we got started, I have to get back and make it a priority to put this stuff together for this book that I want to write. I'm just, I'm inspired to do that, but I'm not motivated to do that. Now I can go and you and I can talk. And I just wrote down right here on my book it says right there for those patrons, you can see it. It says write book. And it has a few little bullet points from our discussion. And this, this fire will burn for the next six hours. And then what, you know, that's what, that's what motivation I think does for you. It's not a, a long enough. Um, and to me, this, this goal to me, isn't that why isn't strong enough at this current stage of where I'm at. And so then I kind of slog through it and then I start to kind of not regret it, but I kind of just kind of like, Oh fuck. I, all right. I got to do it. I got to do it. And you beat yourself up because you don't do it. It's just this, this cycle. Right. Well, and that's the thing is that when you get to a point where, uh, when you switch from thing to thing to thing, right. So you, you're doing one thing, you're like ramped up about it, and all of a sudden, that 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 desire. It's not that you lose motivation. It's that the the why is not very strong for whatever it is that you're doing at this moment, based upon and it, and it could even be a prioritization thing. Ah, uh, hey, this that, is really for me, important. for me. That's what it is for sure. Right. So you know, I really do want to write this book, 
but I got 8,000 other things that really seem to be pressing upon my mindset to be driving me negative that I got to shut down so that I can come back to a point to where I'm in a really good place to write this book the best way I can. And so prioritization is a really big part of that. It's just the fact that we, you know, we like to use the term motivation. I think we use it really more, and that's why I said it, as an, a, to an excuse. We don't really talk about it unless it's not there. Okay. You know, you know uh, the pl- and that's the thing is you, you've been there. I've been there. And actually, I, I have a real – I have a dislike for people who call themselves motivational speakers. I don't even want to be called motivational speakers. I think it's silly. I think it's like – I think it's like when your car's you – know, uh, and some people will not maybe not relate to this, but you know, in the old school when you had a carburetor in your car and it wouldn't start, they put a little. You take that little um, a can of spray, can right? Yeah, that's can of awesome. spray, and you'd shoot it in it, and it'd go, oh, it's yep. done. Yep. You get a motivational speaker, and he's come up and he's going to say, for example, this came up just the other, like just actually it was last night. I saw um, a friend, uh, a friend of mine posted uh, an ET thing. It was a, it was actually a really good talk. And, and I'll, I'll talk about what he said. So he's talking to these, these e. kids. E. Phone home. E. E. Phone home. So Eric Thomas was talking to a group of people, and he said – he was talking about a, a boxer, and I can't remember which one it was. He was talking about a boxer, and he goes, you know, this boxer wasn't real strong, but what he did was he frustrated his opponent. He frustrated his opponent so to the point that his opponent gets emotionally disturbed and when he gets emotionally disturbed he starts thinking about everything that he's doing thus he starts screwing up because when we think about what we're doing we don't do it very well hmm. that's why yep. you have to it's to be in a process so so don't do it very well which is it's absolutely true and he goes so then what happens is now he's just now he's got his opponent disturbed and he just starts wailing on him and killing him because his punches aren't very strong but he's doing it over and over again because the other guy is making so many screw-ups so he's basically saying the end result is this, this you know, the point of the story is you got to make sure that you stay out of it emotionally. Yes. Woo! Rah! Oh, wait a minute. So he told me what to do. He told me why to do it, but he told me how. He forgot the biggest fucking ingredient, and that is how do I not get emotionally connected? Or dis- how do I emotionally dis- – how do I stay out of it emotionally? So it sounds great. This story sounds really good. But for me, I look back and I go, yeah, but you're only giving them a part of the story. You're not giving them everything. Right. And that's where motivational speakers generally kind of fall apart is they, they give you this hoorah. They make get really excited, and all of a sudden you go out. You, you might get an extra two or three things done, and then ooh, back to who I am normally. Whether I'm naturally motivated, I'm naturally energized, or I just – you know, just don't give two shits. So, and you said that and, and it made me think, you know, we go to, I've done it. You go to conferences, you go to symposiums, you meet people, you leave those moments fired up, right? Yep. Super, super excited and, and use the, the carburetor thing. And I, I laugh because I've had a few of those vehicles that you had to use a little bit of starting fluid <laughs> right. going. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's like crack, the more starting fluid that you use, the more it's going to take to get it going. And, and, um, Right. And very much like the vehicle that doesn't want to run, that can be us from time to time. And then we go and we seek that starting fluid. And uh, when in theory, we need to be seeking a better solution or maybe a, a maybe, maybe, maybe that's not what you're supposed to be doing at that point in time is a very, very good point. What you said about prioritization. That's where I know my opportunity in life lies is, is how I prioritize things or how I let things get me emotionally charged and then nothing, you know, and it's, right. it's this big ramp up and, 
it's exciting. And it, I find it a lot in business when it comes to uh, relationship developments, right? Or if you think about it in a, in a relationship, Craig, you go out, you meet a, a pretty lady, you guys have a great time. And the first, you know, two, three months are incredible. It's that, it's that excitement, that buildup. Um, but then, then you start to notice that that reason why isn't what you thought it was at the beginning. And so you kind of come down from that and then you, right. you seek other things in that context. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it back around to sport here in just a second, but in that context, you seek other things to kind of reignite that fire, if you will. Same thing, same thing with sport, you know, um, let's, let's talk about runners. You, know, you get excited. You have your first marathon coming up of the season and it's in December. You hit this first marathon and you've got another two planned out. Man, you hit that first one and you come down from it. Sometimes it's hard to get back up for that next one. And you'll look for, like you said, you'll look for that motivation. Well, what is that motivation? You signed up for the damn thing. What was it when you signed up? Was it because you had a bunch of friends right. doing it? That's not a great motivator. You know, right. was it because right. of such and such goal? Was it because of the location? What was it? that excited you a year prior because a lot of the stuff that we do, we sign up for six months prior. I don't know how the hell I'm going to feel in six months. I don't know where the hell I'm going to be in six months. And sure. so we, we go and we actively seek that motivation, whether it's through, well, you know, support groups or, or, you know, like Facebook groups or memes or, you know, all kinds of stuff. Well, you know, to me, memes give us a sense of um, affirmation. Hey, someone else believes just like I do. Someone else feels like this. That feels good. At least I'm part of another group of people who ever wrote this meme because they feel like I do. So I that's a so I should I can acknowledge this instead of feeling like I'm silly, right? But here's here's why I think the formula for motivation is motivation equals your why. If you have a strong why, you have strong motivation. If you have low if you have low why, if you have a why that's just like ah, whatever, I don't really care. Guess what? Your motivation is I don't really care. Now, right. I will say this is another part of this, too, I, that, that I've learned from coaching, uh, mental coaching, is that when we have significant levels of self-doubt about our ability, are you hurting over there? I just Did you hit it? Did you hit it? <laughs> you, don't realize, you don't realize how many times you hit your hand on stuff until you have an injury on your hand. I've hit this thing, and like I tried to turn off the light with my ring finger. Yeah, why, do, why do you not have a, like a, a finger thing? Why do you not have a little that cover on it you're silly just put a put one of those little you things on it no that's awful that's hideous well, you don't but well, it's like how's that pa- like, how's that pain right so, now here's what you do the rest of the day today see how much you use the ring finger on your left hand i swear to god earlier i turned off the light switch with it why the fuck would you do that you've got right. four other digits on that hand hopefully you do if you don't you got at least three others right. why would you use your ring finger to turn the light off anyway i digress uh, well, where I was saying was that was that uh, there are when we are negative to ourselves to a point that we don't accept, acknowledge where we are and how we got here. There is also the potential for people to not have, you know, they don't, they're not good at something. And so they don't want to do it. And let me ask you this. I want to argue with you for just a second or cool. d- debate, if you will. So I know as an athlete along the way, there will be certain times in my training build, let's say the final six weeks before a big race. Um, I know at 20 weeks out that I will need something more than just my reason why at that point in time, because mentally and physically I will be fatigued and exhausted and probably stressed. Now, is it wrong 
to set up something ahead of time to protect yourself from the pitfalls that you will come across in the form of motivation. It could be a quote on the mirror. It could be something like that. that, that mantras. Is, yeah, mantras or anything or fucking memes. Who knows? Is, is it wrong to have that in place? Because that is a, a type of motivation that I know will resonate with me when I'm in that moment. Well, yeah, yes. So let's let's put this into different context. So my PhD, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I'm uh, I want this bad, but there are certain parts of it I can't stand. Yep. However, I have to remind myself, and I can use motivation if if that works for me. And I'm just saying, if it works for me, then I can. In fact, some of the athletes I've said you need to have a, a playlist of. You know, like the ping pong is like ping pong or whatever it is that's on YouTube. There's all these different kinds of motivational things where they'll have, you know, you have a Morgan Freeman clip, you have an ET clip, you have a Tony Robbins clip built into it. And there's just music in the background to get you all pumped up. And those are great because you're actually applying what we know works, which is this very short span, this, you know, as you call it a match to get me back into going again, because, um, you know, it's the fire starter of sorts. Hey, I have a really big why, but the why is massive. I really, really want this. But there are these milestones in between that can be a bit of a struggle because there's parts of this I like more than the other. And so when I, when I get to the point to where I'm just not feeling it today, grab one of those things that, you know, pumps you up a song, you know, um, you know, a quote, a mantra or something Motivation. that motivates <laughs> motivation uh, something that you know fires you up you need to play that you need to play it right now you don't you don't wait and go well i'll go play it no you can pull out your phone you got everything on your damn phone pull out your phone and watch that video that i i believe as you said will help drive you to that next milestone that next marker that next whatever it is that's in front of you to keep you going because you know i mean at the end of the day you want to accomplish it, but there are aspects that you may not like, and especially for my, in my opinion, athletes who hate to run, for example. Very common. They hate to run, so yeah. they have no motivation to run. They say, "I oh, got no motivation." No, you got no why to run. You don't want to run, and and for a lot of people, they want the outcomes, they want the achievements, but they're not always going to put the work in, and so they're always going to tie that back to motivation. So that's great. I love that comparison. So. Looking at it just from an outsider perspective, just calling it what it is, motivation is good when you're in the moment and and have been through the process or going through the process. Motivation is not good to get you off your lazy ass and start the process. Right. Fair well, enough. Not if you're if you well you just well you just made the point lazy ass. Right. I, you know and you <laughs> you want to call it what it is. That's I mean if I'm sitting on the couch and I'm going God I got to get up. No, I'm being a lazy ass. I'm just being lazy. Now, someone else may now, – now, let's put this into context too because some people getting up and getting to the couch is a fucking champ, right? I mean <laughs> you got a broken leg. You can't walk, but all of a sudden you find yourself from – got a broken finger, whatever it is. You find yourself from the bed to the couch. That's a big, big deal. But when you are a fully functioning human being and you're naturally out there biking, swimming, and running you know, 100 miles a week all, you know, all together, whatever it may be – and you don't want to get up, that's kind of being lazy or potentially, I mean, maybe you're tired. There's, there's other things in there. I don't say you're completely lazy, but that's where when we go, well, I just need more motivation. That, and that's the preface that I make. It's an excuse as to why you're not getting up. But really, 
why you're not getting up is the reminder to saying, hey, I really want this. And I go, how bad do I want it, Craig? Well, I want it bad enough that I'm going to get my ass up because you know what? The guy that I'm competing against, he got his ass up 30 minutes ago. You know, think about the person that if you're competing against someone, if you are in a competitive mode, they compete or complete. If you're in the complete mode, it's remembering that, hey, you know, this is this is what this is the hay I'm putting in the barn. And and I got to remember, if I cut myself 30 minutes short today, that's 30 minutes less of hay that I'm going to have for that race that I may not be able to fucking pull. You know, it's not in the it's not in the trailer. It's not in the, the, the barn. So I can't burn it. I can't use it. Right. And so that's where that moment comes in where you go, I'm going to pull out that video of, you know, you know, Ed Bassmaster. I'm going to pull out that video of uh, Zig Ziglar where he talks about whatever. Right, right. Just to kind of reignite the fire. You're going to hit it with some of that starting fluid, basically. You're going to get up and you're going to go. And, and for those people that don't like the things that they do, um, many of those things are because we have this mindset we, that we don't like things. And so that's my belief. That's my, and so my belief has to be right. And so I got to force myself to not like it. But instead, it's to find your way into liking things is to tell yourself that you like them. It's silly and stupid. It doesn't make any sense. You're like, but I don't believe it. Yeah, but you say it long enough, you know, you'll believe anything. Hell, you talk bad to yourself every damn day. You believe that shit. Right. right you know, right. So turn that thing or turn it around and go, hey, I do believe this. This is, um, I believe that I'm a good runner. I'm a good runner. And, and say that to yourself over and over and over and over again. And you'll find that, you know, over time you'll, again, it's just back to the whole point of, you know, don't, I guess the principle of it is don't say that you need motivation because that's not what you need. You need, you need to know why you're driven to do it. And if it's not enough for the moment, then you can hit it with some starter fluid and do your little motivational, whatever it is, your mantra, whatever else it is that, that gets you fucking pumped up. But you know, you, gets you, you, have, you, have and that's have, a, you have to have the motor running before you can hit it with that starter fluid in this situation. You know, you have to right. already have been into the process and committed to the process and moving through the process and have kind of that you got that snowball rolling down the hill, right? And to create the fucking right. avalanche, you just gotta shove it a little bit because it just hits a little flat spot. And that's that's acceptable. Hundred percent on board. Well, I'd be interested. I don't know. I would be interested to see what the percentage, and I don't know that this is even possible, what the percentage of people that quit training for Ironman within the first 30 days. And the reason I say that is because they want the Ironman quality. They want, they want the M dot on their calf, right? <laughs> they want sure. that M dot or whatever it is. And, and it's g- glorious. And then they see the people out there running and, you know, people don't, fucking run sprints they run they trot through iron man they're just they're just getting right. through it you know some of those guys are you know we we got plenty of uh, on, on this team even that fucking roll yep i mean they're running six minute miles but not everyone's doing six and seven minute miles um and some of them are just kind of just getting through it but um you know so here's and, and with i, I think there's I, I think when well it's when people realize that there's so much work involved people back out because they want the outcome but they don't want the they don't want to put the effort in it. Yep. And that's the thing too with that is a lot of stuff we do. And I've said this before, it's, it's an investment sport. You know, what you do today won't be seen tomorrow or even the next day, but it's, it's the cumulative load over time, just like rolling that snowball, right? Every day you're adding a little bit more to it, a little bit more to it. Um, or just like the, the hay in the barn. And it's very easy. And I see this so often because of the, the culture 
of triathlon specifically, but endurance sports is, oh, Craig, you, you signed up for that race? Well, I don't really want to do it, but fuck, you're doing it. I mean, we can train together. Well, I'll sign up for it. Let's do it. And then all of a sudden, times aren't matching up. Things aren't linking up and you're not training with anybody. And then it's like, fuck, this mm-hmm. sucks. I, I don't want to go out and do that run. I'm not going to do that swim. I'd rather go do this or that. And, um, and so that's when it, it's, it's, it's easy to get excited about it initially. And it's hard to keep that fire burning long-term, you know, like, like some coal on the fire. It's, it's hard right. to get that, that coal lit and going, the charcoal lit and going. Um, some, you know, one of the things that I, I'll say this, as there's been a couple, there's not been a lot, but there's been a couple that we have worked with and I have worked with that to me are on a completely different level than everyone else. And the one thing that I noticed that separates them from, from everyone else is they love training more than the race. Yep. There's a- when the racist is a part of it, yep. when the race is what you want, shit's completely different. When the training is what you love and the and pressure and the fire and the in the in the the drain the five hours the five hours you're sitting on a bike you know um you know i remember i remember this and mike klusterman if he's listening uh, i remember seeing a video i think it was a video or a picture of him preparing for kona in his garage it was like in the summer or something with his with a heating element on him yep just i mean grind grinding and that when you get to the point to where you love training so much all that other stuff, especially from an endurance, from a triathlete perspective, man, it becomes so much easier Yep. because every day you're feeding your passion, you're, you're feeding your purpose of sorts to, the, to get better and better and better. So there's, there's one of two types of athletes, the athlete that loves to train or the athlete that loves to race. Prime example is I love to race. I will show up at a race with zero fitness and I will gut myself the entire time because that's what I enjoy. <laughs> right. I will turn myself right. inside out. Under those circumstances, if I think there's a competition to be had, I will destroy myself. Whereas on the flip side of that, Kendall loves to train. She loves the consistency of training, the day in, day out routine, things like that. The consistency over time, she, she loathes the racing. She just, she doesn't like the races. And it's, it's one of two types. Like there's not people that, that I know of that are like, oh yeah, I like to train and I like to race. Like you like one or the other. No, Right. Um, and when it comes to, to motivation, it is harder to keep the, the, the high level of motivation needed, the high level of drive and focus needed if you like to race more than you like to train. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like yeah. you said, if you really enjoy that day in and day out process, you don't have to look. For, I mean, occasionally you have to find some type of something to pull your ass out of the gutter. But for the most part, you can't wait to wake up and go do that swim at 345 in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, and many of those two don't give two shits about the outcome of the event. No, they don't. I just do it. I just do it. I, get, I just want to do it and get off this shit I so I can go back to training. To train. I got to have a reason to, to train. So, I, they, you know, that's, that's why they, that's why I hate the fucking, you know, some people might hate the, uh, the, the taper because I don't get to train or that break afterwards that I got to recover because I like to train. And I just, that routine, that consistency, as you said, is so critical. It's, it's, you know, we're so habitual. And, and having the ability to love what you do every single day. Now, ebbs and flows of life, not everything is great all the time. And that's finding the hacks that you can for you, which might be the video or uh, a quote or, you know, uh, thinking about 
a memory when you really enjoyed it, whatever. I mean, visualization, there's all kinds of things that you can do. That's, that's the how of increasing that, what we would call gray area between where you are and where you're wanting to be, where you're stuck. Yep. yep. Cause it's not motivation. It's not, it's, it's, it's making a decision to get up off your ass and doing it anyway and appreciating it after you're done because you will, when you're done running it, you hate it now, but when you do it and you get done, you're, you're appreciating the accomplishment and you're like, yeah, I did it. And I'm, I'm going to end my, my portion of this with a quote you said before that I wrote down. Cause I love writing down your little quotes, uh, a quote you said in our, in our pre-talk that only the patrons got to hear, but I think is, is worthy. And it came back around, but you didn't quite say it the same way. And, and in the, in the lead up, you said, you need a why not a motivation. That's powerful. Just that one little phrase, because if you think about it, then all of a sudden you're putting why here and you're putting motivation here on that scale, right? On that, that I always think of the scales of justice, but on a scale, which one of those weighs more than the other? Is it the why? Then you don't need as much motivation, but if it's motivation, you need a bigger why. So that was something that really stood out to me in the beginning. It's you need a why, not a motivation. That's, that's very, very powerful. Your, your, your motivation is a nine volt battery. Your why is a semi battery. Yeah. I mean, they're just, they're, you know, the, the motivation is temporary. It's going to be the there. And you're really only battery. Battery. Have you ever seen the battery in a semi. Yeah. They're huge. That's why I okay, said that. I Cause I'm sitting here like, I don't oh, know yeah. what the hell it is, but okay. <laughs> well, even a truck battery, you know, right. Um, but you're most people only complain about the, most people only talk about motivation when they don't have it. Right. And quit, quit making it your excuse. If you want it bad enough, you're going to find a way to do it. And if you don't want it bad enough, you're going to find a reason. Why not? If you, if you look for it, you'll find it. Yep. All right, man. Anything else you want to cover? No, that's it. That's it. It was good. That's a good – right at right at 30 minutes. Perfect. So um, – <laughs> You know what, I, you know what I, I just noticed? I've been listening to a bunch of our podcasts recently just taking some notes from them. And – I noticed that at the end, we always talk about, yeah, yeah, that was good. No, that was a good topic. Yeah, we did great. We always pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> Yay. Else does it, so we might as well. But every time it's like, hey, yeah, man, that was a great topic. Yeah, we did good. <laughs> it was a good. Well, you know, we, people don't maybe realize or realize, or they do realize, you know, there are people, and I, and I did this before we started doing all this podcast stuff. So uh, I like to do my homework and I'm looking around and everybody's like, you got to, you know, you want to build this structure and you got to make it like this. And, you gotta, and I'm like, man. Life's not like that. I want to do this. However the hell we do it. And so this is a perfect example. We decided what this podcast was going to be about 20, no, 35 minutes ago. <laughs> and it's been, and we've been 30 minutes in the podcast. So we literally go, Hey, what's hot? Well, you know, what's, you know, what's, what's a topic? What's on, your mind? What are you feeling? what's on your mind? Yeah. And so we go with that. And obviously you'll see, if you become a patron, you'll see there's probably, what is there, 15, 20 minutes maybe before? Yeah, probably. And then there's usually another, you know, five, four or five after where we talk about the next one or we talk about fucking who knows what. Yeah. So uh, if you want to check us out on Patreon, that's P A T R E O N dot com forward slash. My seven chin. Patron. Patron. P A T R E O N dot com forward slash P O D podcast. Uh, you'll see our live feed you'll see our videos patron whatnot patron that you will not see any other place patron patron if you want to get over to jeremy that's uh jeremy over at mindwritingendurance.com you can find me at craig at craigweller.com so you can at least just play that i uh, wish should shouldn't we uh otherwise 
Love to hear from you. Performance on demand podcast at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts. If you if you want to be a guest, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. If you got something to say, you got something to talk about, or if you want to just put us on the spot. I love I wish we'd had that's more. That's probably my favorite. I love QA time. I love this. I would I'd almost do it damn near I would do it for free. I'd sit on a stage and somebody just put blast me with questions whatever question that's when i feel like i am most creative yep far more creative than just coming up with some some content that i want to talk about no you tell me and just let me go crazy with it but anyway hey jeremy we're on, we're on the book of faces and we're on the instagram yep come find us see you all later done good 32 minutes and 27 seconds nailed it the other one the other day was like 45 minutes i didn't think it was that long yeah, it was. It, was, it wasn't. That, I didn't think it was that long, though. Uh, Are there any watchers right now? Uh, there's been one coming and going. Okay. They come in and they um, go away, and they come in, and they go away. It's probably this big ass nasty cut on my hand that they're like, God, I cannot look totally. at that longer. Let me disconnect. And they're like, Oh, but I missed the content. Maybe he'll show his half his butt cheek again. Let me go back on there. All right. So you're leaving Saturday. Correct, Amundo. Do you want to do another one tomorrow early? Let's, let's that way you don't have to worry about one when you come back. Otherwise, I gotta have your I gotta have you yeah, like Sunday do, early. Let's do um let's do tomorrow afternoon. We gotta get stuff for the trip. We're driving over to the okay. beach. It's a full family beach week thing. So um yeah. let's yeah. do one around lunch tomorrow. Okay. That'll give me time to go to Sam's uh, and do all that fun stuff and I have – let me see what time that is. I've got – I know I have one thing. On, I have a, something on schedule tomorrow. Let's see. Yeah, By the way, good. thank you I'm for good. watching. Up until, you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I have you and or I'm free until 3 o'clock my time. Gotcha. That's 2 o'clock my As of right now. Let's go here. Let's go add. Let's go POD chat. Let's go – Let's say one o'clock my time. You good with that? That's two o'clock your time. Yep. Okay. Sounds good. Done. Let's go add 30 minutes before. IDs. Add to Craig and save. Done. All right. Um, um, what else? Um, I don't know. I'd think on a topic for it. Um, so I got a response back on the conversation we had earlier, earlier on the bikes. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, more to come, more to come on that. More to come on that. Uh,